everybody, welcome to, uh, what is this, episode three of season two of Red Wings Rant. Today on the docket, we've got uh, the NHL returning with a 56-game season. We've got uh, the, how that's going to affect the Detroit Red Wings, who's going to be on the roster. We're going to be drinking the gingerbread cookie uh, milkshake stout today from uh, Rochester Mills 12 Days of Christmas. And Mike has a, who's that Pokemon? I hope Mike's not too sad that he's still muted right now. I didn't tell him this is how I was going to do it. But before we jump into all that fun stuff, uh, don't check, uh, don't, oh Jesus, check out this show on the Hockey Podcast Network. Uh, so just hang tight for just a sec, and uh, here's a quick snippet. Hello and welcome. My name is Brad Lieb. I am a former professional hockey player, and this is the Life After Hockey podcast. This is the place where I'll be interviewing former players and exploring their life after hockey journeys, including their successes, challenges, and the causes that they are passionate about. So please join me on the Hockey Podcast Network every Saturday for new episodes and follow me on Twitter at Brad M. Lieb for all my podcast updates. And until then, keep going and enjoy your life. Let's go life after hockey. Okay, it looks like somebody didn't finish editing that one. Um, <laughs> that's my new favorite thing. Um, also, sounds like a good tip would be to put that show on a times two speed on your podcasting platform. Anyway, welcome back to Red Wings Rant. Uh, we're tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Matt's talking on the other <laughs> dunking on the other podcast shows. All right, uh, that, that was good fun. Uh, as always, everybody, uh, send your questions on the hockey, hockey podcast. We're going to be on the hockey podcast. Oh shoot, that was awesome! <laughs> All right, man, we got a lot to celebrate. We got a schedule. Woo! And it only came what two weeks after the NBA was ready and- to go. When? At sixty-six uh, percent capacity in the NBA, yeah. Woo! Uh, also, kind of a bummer too. Like, I mean, we don't have an actual game to look at. We just have a day. <laughs> we just like right, you know, around then. Hopefully, fingers crossed. It still seems like they just kind of punted. You know, like we could still get to the thirteenth and find out. <laughs> well, whoops, we forgot to do one of the COVID checks, so we're going to push it to February. Yeah, um, I, um, I remember, I, I think of Lord of the Rings when, uh, you know, <laughs> the, the hobbits were, were stolen and uh, Aragorn and Gimli and Legolas went running on foot. Let's go. We got time is of the essence. We got to start going. And they just start running. That for me is the NBA. The NHL is more like the Ents, who barely uh, could say their names, you know, without six hours passing by. So it feels a lot like that. Um, not very much being done. A lot of old, old bearded trees running our beloved National Hockey League, Matt. And they've decided to play 56 games. So, right, 58, no- 58 off the table. Let me just say that right now. Okay, 56 maybe. They, I mean, they're still playing that game to catch up so that the next season starts on time. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, uh, Mike, this is this was your dream, right? This was your dream start time. You I said dream. the NHL should I start. Christmas present. I wanted to start with the NHL, make it synonymous. All right, holidays, cheer, hockey. Okay. That's true. Maybe two weeks late, but I, I, I just uh, around that time you wanted you wanted it to be winter meant hockey started as opposed to early yeah. fall. I would almost like a reverse snow day, right? Like you see, it's like you, you know, there's too much snow, you can't go to school. It's almost like Batman should be waiting for the first snow to drop and then the puck drops. Like he's <laughs> looking out the window. Bam! Let's get these games in the can. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we're going to start in the winter, official winter. You know, December's not really winter. It's, uh, you know, late December, January, February, I guess. And, uh, yeah, uh, we've, well, made, I, we've made one move. Uh, we have not talked. I still haven't seen an update on if we're going to realign the division, so. I Just think we have to. It's it's the, the um, what is it, the, the latest breaking news or whatever. Uh, so it's not breaking news. I, Latest report. They are going to break up those divisions. I, I just, yeah, we haven't we haven't been told by the NHL. It's it's kind of looks like whatever our friend of the show, Greg Wyshynski, has been port- reporting the last few weeks. Which, by the way, everybody, uh, take a huge dump on ESPN and the fact that they don't spend a lot of time on hockey. A lot of the stuff is coming from ESPN reporters. When it was NHL bubble stuff. Uh, now the season starting, it's ESPN. I said NHL, ESPN reporters, uh, coming out with this stuff. So if anything, you know, this, this, at least still says, regardless of how ESPN feels about the NHL, the NHL still feels quite a bit for ESPN. <laughs> the fact that they're getting all these juicy details for us, but, right. uh, yeah. So, uh, let me play a positive spin on it. Okay. Uh, but first, well, I have to put I mean, one more, one more negative yeah. too. Uh, the NBA has <laughs> exhibition games on Friday. Yeah, they're, they're coming. It's happening right now. Yeah. Um, but I will say the NHL waiting, right? Maybe yeah. that means we're going to be a little bit better off um, vaccine-wise. Uh, I don't know Maybe. if you heard. There's a, there's a big, there's a big brouhaha about uh, NBA superstar James Harden. Uh, <laughs> Dodging his team being a, a prima donna, that's not the issue. The thing is, he left, uh, came back, and now he's going to have to go through six COVID tests in order to play again. Is it, That's great that the NBA is being responsible with him. Uh, but hopefully, with hockey waiting a little bit, we won't have to go through that many hoops. You know, it'll be a right. little bit more under control. We'll start having some of this stuff getting processed uh, vaccine-wise. But <sighs> just got to wait. No, it's, uh, I mean, Canada announced today that they're going to start implementing uh, the vaccine or getting the first steps going, and they want to be rolling within a week, which is incredible. Uh, mm-hmm. And then uh, in the UK, they did their first, uh, they vaccinated their first peasant uh, today. <laughs> I, I like the joke I saw. How do you feel? From, from Trevor Noah, uh, where he said, like, are, are we really going to believe that the queen hasn't already been vaccinated? So yeah, first peasants over in the UK got some vaccinations. Um, I actually took that the other way. I thought they were going to test it on some peasants. You know, like you don't have the queen. <laughs> we you don't, don't have her. the queen have the first bowl of soup. You know what I mean? <laughs> you got to get the poison off the top layer. You know, give the peasants right. a scoop. Um, uh, so. so I mean, it's all it all seems to be rolling in the right direction. But uh, I, I would look at it, yeah, from from that perspective. The longer we wait, uh, the better chance that these fifty six games are going to roll into. A 
so somewhere where I'm going. I don't care if you feel comfortable, ladies and gentlemen. If you want to go out and get sick, go right ahead. But to a point where I feel comfortable. What if I want the satisfaction, Mike? When I feel comfortable to walk outside and uh, go to a hockey game, like that's what I want. So we're getting to that point, and I'm I'm happy. So that that's the positive. Is the longer that this does get pushed out, the more likely Matt's going to watch a game in the 2021 season from Little Caesars Arena. So there. There's a major positive of us waiting till January 13th. Well, uh, Mike, but you're thirsty, aren't you? Well, I'm sorry, I am, but I have just had one quick question. No. So, if we're doing 56 games, uh, last I checked, there's 31 NHL teams. So, are there just teams we're not going to see? Absolutely. We're going to be in. It's like, going to no be Cal- no like California. Yeah, uh, I I mean, I, that's my guess. I, we still haven't seen what exactly is going to happen, but I've seen a lot of reports that we're going to sit in our, our divisions for most of the time. We're going to have baseball schedules. It's going to be three games at a time with one team, three, four. I don't know if it's really three games is what pops into my head because because uh, everybody keeps comparing it to the, the baseball schedules. But, um, man, I just okay. knocked my headphones out to uh, nowhere. Uh Positive. We can uh, maybe drink to that. Yeah. Dude, I got, I got a perfect item right here, buddy. Gingerbread right. shakes down. Yeah, uh, yeah, we'll give everybody a peek here because I've been making videos based on you calling the other cans the U-Porn version of beer cans. Uh, and this would be another one that kind of follows that line because it's a gingerbread flavored one and it has a gingerbread cookie right, right on the front there. All right, so we're ready to crack them open? Or you get yours I feel open? delicious. <laughs> He's a cute little guy. All right. Opened up. You know what? Uh, I will say, that image, I Ooh. really wish we had gingerbread cookies to garnish these beers with. All right. So the longer that we keep these boxes, the less likely we're going to get, like, the huge head <laughs> on these beers. Uh... So it's getting shorter as time goes on, but um, that that has a wonderful ginger smell. I know ginger bread smell. A lot of good know, I'll, there. I'll, I'll plug this into my wall and have my room smell like ginger. This is nice. Oh wow, that does not have a lot of like earthy beer taste to it. That is a lot of gingerbread. That is very nice. Yeah, this one's supposed to have ginger, molasses, milk, sugars, and cocoa nibs. No, it's not a stat without a cocoa nib. <laughs> uh, I always say. I I, uh, I got to say, so the way that we're grading these, everybody, we have drinkability, matching the flavor to uh, what it's called, and the can. So far, yeah. Mike, I'm thinking this is going to go pretty well for Rochester Mills, and I, I'm kind of happy you picked this one. But uh, if you're ready, I, I'm ready to jump in here with a drinkability probably after a couple more sips. But you, you had one more thing you wanted to say. Oh. No, I uh, I'm really enjoying it, and uh, I think that so far it's uh, we've had a few beers where it was like the first sip's really good, and then after that, it, I think we had one that tasted like peppers. I think that was last week. Yep. Uh, so far, I'm on like sip five or six here. Uh, just just got out of my nine to five, and uh, really needed a brewski. And uh, this little gingerbread man, he's really coming through for me. Well, let's uh, let's run through them. I don't even have the the king stout on here, the king cake stout, but that was in the four or five range for the two of us. Um, 
we we're at around seven for a maple stout. Uh, the peanut butter stout was almost a nine for me. It's a nine for you, Mike. Um, yeah. The Imperial Java stout was a seven point five six for me, and you gave it a six point four six. That was, that one, yeah. that was that the one, pepper beer. Yeah, uh, for me, I, I I really I really liked it. Now this one for drinkability, the way that we're doing it is is the taste of it, um, and how much can you do you think you could drink of this like. Can you pound a few of these in a, in a single sitting? Um, for for the drink, combining the taste and all that fun stuff, is this actually a fun beer to drink? Uh, it's high. Um, I'm trying to remember. I, I want to go lower than the peanut butter stout because I don't think I liked it. I don't. I didn't like it as much. Oh, and then there was the chocolate chip pancake stout that is at an eight for both of us. Um, yeah, that was a real. I like that one. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go 8.0 on this one because this definitely isn't as good as the chocolate uh, chocolate chip pancake stout. Uh, that's where I, I had it at 8.1. So I'm glad I did that. So I had some wiggle room here because I still it is an eight, just not as good as that chocolate chip pancake stout. Mike, your gingerbread capability. I don't want to compare. I want to be in the moment on this one. I was gonna give it about an eight, and then I saw the little frosting eyeballs, and there's two. Oh, yeah. I'm give this. You know what? He's got little dots. Give him an 8.4. Did you taste the frosting when you looked at it? Because that's what happened to me. I took mine, a uh, mine is uh, curiously spicy. Yeah, isn't it? That little kind of ginger kick to it's it. It's really yeah. kicking right now. It's like I just ate a habanero pepper. It's crazy. Uh, what, what was your score? Eight? I'm going to give it an 8.4 because he had 8. four 8. little dots. I was feeling it. All right, you want to jump into your matching the flavor, or you want me to jump in? I will say that uh, gingerbread cookies are not traditionally as hot as a habanero. <laughs> um, now, spicy as fuck. It's uh, really getting hot up here. Um, <laughs> no. What happened? I'm about to peel the wrapper off and see if we got one of those like Mexican fire beers uh, with yes. the cocoa nibs and jalapenos. Um, this is a joke beer. Yeah, this is uh, a birdie buys every flavor beers beer, I think. <laughs> habanero beer. Uh, yeah, your classic habanero milkshake stuff. What are we grading um, right now? We're doing matching the flavors. So I, I'm going to oh, say. I'm it's weird. Say, like right uh, here, right here, up, like here and up, it was a gingerbread cookie. Here and down, it's a lot closer to uh, like a habanero pepper, I'd say. Yeah. It's really kicking. I was ready to give it like a nine, and I'm gonna I'm gonna drop down to like I'm gonna go. Let's. I mean, this has to be. Uh, da, 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 I'm gonna say six point seven. Uh, Maybe we just haven't had a gingerbread cookie in a while. Yeah, everybody, are gingerbread cookies supposed to be burn your mouth? <laughs> Spicy. These are hot as fuck. Yeah. Uh, Mike, what do, what do you got for your matching the flavor? As far as matching this little man, I'm gonna give it a one. Okay. It doesn't taste like a cookie to me. This tastes like hot peppers. <laughs> All right. And then the can. Now, we were complaining last week about when it's it's too in your face with the can. But we still gave the peanut butter stout a 9.5. Because this guy's so happy to, like, be dissolving in this beer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I, I'm really going to go. I'm going to go high on this one. So this is really going to push this can, I, uh, push this beer through the roof. But I'm, I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go 9.4. 
on the can. I'm gonna say that uh, when you're brought, when you're perusing the craft beer section at your local grocery store, <laughs> you see this poor guy. <laughs> if you don't want to make out and give a hug to this cute little bugger here, I don't know what to tell you. I'm giving this a nine point nine. He is adorable. Whew, man, you say you saved your gingerbread score, Mike. You were gonna be in the fives, so you've you've got a seven point two two, Mike, and I've got an eight point zero two. So this is this is what this we have to say. This is the second best beer we've had out of this box so far, wow. based on the scores. I don't know. I think maybe it's just that emotional connection with this cute little gingerbread cookie. Look at him. <laughs> I, I, I think maybe there's there's some of this, like uh, there's probably some room for this to, to have maybe a worse score than some of the other beers on there. But right now, I think matching it's, the flavor, it did quite a bit. Uh, it's just, you know, it dropped it's down. Kinda, it's uh, kind of layered. I got down here already, and it's kind of sweetening, sweetening up again. Well, this will be interesting to see how the rest of the show goes, because I, I think we should I'm gonna say, everybody. I'm going to say it's going to be interesting to see how this comes out of my body later. <laughs> Well, no, it's gonna hurt. Um, we we know, yeah. The jeez, uh, you just cross your fingers and hope there's no blood. All right, uh, moving on. Uh, so that that wraps up uh, the twelve days of Christmas. So that is officially, or, or so far, I should say, the the second place beer on my list. Mike, I was wrong. It's actually uh, the fourth place beer on your list. So um, not doing as hot as I thought, but uh, I mean, it's around an eight range. That's pretty good, and we only have a few beers left. So uh, four more episodes, and then we'll be able to kind of count down our, our top 12 beers out of this box. Yeah. But, uh, Mike, uh, some other numbers to jump into here uh, for the Detroit Red Wings. Mike, it's been 275 days from this moment since we've actually watched a Red Wings hockey game. By the time this new, next season starts, it's going to be 309 days between games. Do you think that it's – for, for any team that didn't make the playoff bubble, should they get some extra preseason? Should there be a little play-in tournament? Like, let's say it's like one of those college basketball tournaments at the beginning of the season that mean absolutely nothing. But let's just, let's put something in, let's put something in there, you know, give them a little tournament. I do feel like, uh, I like your idea a lot. Um, what I was thinking of too is like, uh, you know, the Red Wings were historically horrible last season. Yeah. Uh, but we've had such a withdrawal. It doesn't feel like it's going to be a burden to watch them again. It's going to be a treat. Like, oh, boy, hey, hockey's back. So I think we're going to be a little bit more forgiving. You know, now we're starting to, you know, uh, really show um, Iserman a lot of gratitude and give him a lot of credit for his drafting and his, his shrewd free agent maneuvers. And <laughs> um, I think it's it's really going to be a welcome relief, even if we lose a couple out of the gate, because I think people are just buckling in for uh, a lot of losses, and uh, I think they're they're ready to you know be part of this rebuild. So I, I think this is almost like a, a perfect situation for a GM taking over a bowl of diarrhea. <laughs> so here's here's the bad news though with the season starting, and I I, I will agree too uh, with with your sentiment there that this is all good news. Like we could lose we could go zero oh and 56 and it's still going to be a joy to just have hockey to watch again but uh more uh maybe the only bad news to come out of this is uh, all those shl players that we've been gushing about over the last few weeks uh when asked uh today blashold said every red wing that's in europe is coming back to play 
Except <laughs> everybody in the SHL because the agreement was they have to play the whole season if no! alone. So you get the player development, but you don't get to see them in a Red Wings jersey, possibly. If their season ends and there's still some time left over in Detroit, of course they're going to bring them on over. But to start the season, that means no more Cider and no Joe Valeno. And I doubt that we would have seen uh, Lucky Luke, but uh, Lukey Raymond, Lucky Lucas Ray Beam Raymond uh, probably wasn't going to make uh, make that opening night roster. It would, would be my first guess, but uh, definitely not going to happen because of those SHL rules. Uh, some more bummers would be uh, Jonathan Bergeron and uh, Theodore Niederbach. I, I definitely don't think Niederbach was going to make it, but just in case there was that potential, also not going to happen because of the SHL relation there. Um, so... Here's the thing. I think there's going to be a lot of people that are are super upset that we're not going to get Cider on a roster. I think if you looked at everybody's opening day predicted rosters, Mort Cider was on there, especially even last season. Everybody said, nope, you're in Grand Rapids, then he's up in Detroit. No question about it. Um, I still think it's fine. I think uh, he's this, this isn't going to hurt his development too much. Um, I like the idea of him being in the SHL over – uh, like if it was a, if I was picking between a season in Grand Rapids and and finishing this out in the SHL, I would pick this actually if I if I had that choice. I, I like what what Moritz is doing over there. It really looks like he's finding who he is with with all the big hits he's throwing around with the points he's putting on the board. Uh, people got you know kind of I don't know pissy because his point streak ended, but he's not. He's not a forward. He's not a. It's not a point getter. When those points, when the point streak happens for a defenseman, you take the cherry on top and you run with it. Uh, but ultimately, everything looks good over there. So I don't know. Yeah, there, there's. We're not going to win the Stanley Cup either. So there's there's not too much bad to take out of that. Besides the fact that we're just going to struggle to see Cider and Valeno continue to develop uh, by watching them through Twitter highlights and having to find their game somewhere online. But it's. It's disappointing news, but I don't necessarily look at it as like this is no, going to kill our chances, you know, in the next few years. No, selfishly, I want to see as many Mo Sider games as I can. But I think that for his development, it's going to be a lot better for him to play against men in Europe uh, where they have the vaccine coming out and they have a regular schedule planned out instead of seeing him, you know, in the U.S. where we're still kind of pussyfooting around what we're going to do. Um, you know, are, are we really going to shuttle guys from Grand Rapids up to Detroit and then from Detroit back to Grand Rapids and going back and forth and doing all the testing? No, it sounds too complicated. It's going to be a weird crash course of a season with 56 games. Um, I, I, I think he's in a better situation. I think it's just kind of let him play, you know, 20 ish minutes a game out in Europe. Um, where it's, it seems like they're a little bit ahead of the United States in terms of getting, uh, society ready for the epidemic um i i actually as much as i want to see him i get it and i think it's better for his development probably better for the Red Wings future so thumbs up you heard it here first folks we never fight <laughs> um i yeah i think it's hard to come up with an argument to where it's like no fooey fiddlesticks all right mike uh <laughs> You know, you mentioned crash courses. for fiddlesticks. I'm proud of you, man. <laughs> you mentioned crash courses for NHL player development, but you know what you don't need a crash course for? 
Shaving your balls. That's right. <laughs> one more three point. I got it on the first guess. Shaving <laughs> your balls. Well, actually, sometimes you do, but the lawnmower 3.0 makes sure that you don't need a crash course. Uh, this is the this is it, Mike. That's the premier ball cutting tool. This is the thing that's going to help you avoid those nicks and scrapes. We've been talking about it all year. Uh, how how great it is for the old twigs and berries, uh, or the twig and berries. I do not have multiple dicks. Exactly. Just love the motors. I don't know about twig and berries. <laughs> Just a blade of grass and a couple of acorns. Uh, <laughs> lighten it up. Uh, but too bad I'm in a string theory. How about that? <laughs> okay, too far. Go ahead. Like sometimes those boulders collect some some moss, and you gotta you gotta get it off somehow. So why not use a lawnmower to do it? That's right. <laughs> All those non uh, improv classes I never took really <laughs> coming into play here. Uh, it's uh, it, it is a lot more 3.0. It is the uh, third generation, which means they're just getting better and better. It's got the 7,000 RPM motor, the LED light to shine where the sun don't shine. You can find it at manscaped.com and use promo code THPN to get free shipping and 20% off. You can get the lawnmower 3.0 bundle that comes with our favorite products, which are the deodorant, the, the swishy underwear is so great. So go to manscaped.com, use promo code THPN, get 20% off for free shipping. The beer's coming back up. <clears throat> manscaped.com. All right. I think it's coming back up because it was a jalapeno popper. Jesus yeah. Christ. Uh, All right, Mike. Uh, jumping back in here, what uh, we're not we're not actually going to play the game, so I don't want anybody to get too excited. No. We forgot to play the song last time, so uh, I'm going to do it just to remind everybody that there is one of these on our Twitter. Right. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. You get to be the GM. I said you. it a second ago, but I was muted during the commercial. Go ahead. <laughs> Uh, so you can be the GM right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for uh, well, your own for your own self to see how everybody... that meant? you <laughs> uh, go to at BOD Hockey. Uh, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. It's our pinned tweet because I'm pinning it right now by Greg Wachinski interview. Um, go go to uh, at BOD Hockey. We've got uh, Jonathan Bernier on the trade block. I'm assuming there's going to be a lot of injuries to start this season because of this wacky schedule. So, yeah. a lot of goalies get injured, Mike. Bernier is getting, uh, or Iceman's getting trade offers now. So, here's what's going on. He's fielding offers daily. Uh, which one should he take? A second forward prospect, the second round pick. Could be 2021, 2022. A second and a top 50 goalie prospect. A second uh, in 2021 and 2022. Or hold out till the trade deadline. Well, I don't want so, to get too far into it, man. I don't want to ruin it for the weekend. Right now, what's absolutely crushing it is a top 50 goalie prospect coming in with a second. So I, I will say the tough thing about those goalie prospects, uh, a lot of them don't pan out and they take forever to develop. So uh, it's one of those things where, like in my head, that's, I'll, all right, I said we weren't going to say where we're leaning, but that's that's kind of where. Don't do it. You Henley <laughs> Rams, but, uh, what are you, you doing? Do have, if you think that you could do better, that's where you hold out till till the deadline. I, I think that's where the explanation comes in. But right now, it's really killing it in one spot, and uh, we'll we'll see what everybody else thinks here. But uh, check in 
on Sunday. That's how long the, the vote goes. And we'll come back and we'll talk about the results and uh, we'll give our official answers. And uh, haven't heard from Jesse yet this week, but uh, we expect. hopefully he's got a blog for us. Uh, Jonathan Bernie's <laughs> trade value. Uh, so check that out at uh, BOD Hockey. And we've already done uh, Tyler Bertuzzi. We've done Darren Helm. We've done Bobby Ryan. So you got to head on over to BODHockey.com. No, BODpodcast.com or brothersofdiscussion.com. Uh, find the Red Wings rant links on the homepage, and that'll take you to all the blogs and all the old episodes, including uh, links to our YouTube channel. So uh, you can go right there, watch our interview with Greg Wachinski, with Iyer Prashant, or I'm sorry, Prashant Iyer. Um, that's his Twitter. It's, it's the other way. <laughs> um, and, of course, if you subscribe, you're never going to miss an episode. All right. Uh, last thing here, Mike. Uh, everybody's favorite game. Another rousing round of Who's That Pokemon? Starring head coach Jeff Blaschel, where I cherry-pick quotes out of context from your Red Wings head coach. Uh, sometimes <laughs> read them as myself, usually read them as voice of the Red Wings. Uh, call it commentary. It's uh, Paul Woods. Matt, of course, uh, another week uh, Another week goes by. You get to choose your beloved brother who you came out of the same womb of. And uh, you can also choose Paul Woods. Matt, who do you choose this week? Uh, I guess I'll pick you. Is that what you want? No, I want Paul Woods. Give me Paul hey, Woods. Paul Get Woods right, go fuck yourself. Yeah. All right. So we go. <laughs> Matt, what we're doing is there's no content right now. No hockey till middle of January. So what we do is we go back, all the way back to 2019. Matt, it was December of 2019. Matt, head coach Jeff Blashill did not disappoint. He used a word that Roman Reigns would be proud to pronounce in one of his promos. Are you ready? I'm ready to go. This is about a beloved Red Wing prospect finally getting a chance. Here we go. I think uh, if we had all our druthers, if we had all our druthers, we would have given him longer in the AHL. Uh, so basically with this player, it's one moment in time. It's not the moment. I want to cheat, but it's not really helping. Um, were you going to Google search uh, Blashill and Druthers? I was just, yeah. Just, I think they would only come up once. Mike, can you, can you repeat that real quick? Just read it real slow, though. <laughs> <laughs> Looking up something else. Um, all right. Here's the, right, here's I, 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 I want to give a, I'll have an answer. I'm going to um, read it for you one more time. I, th okay. I think if we had all our Druthers, which, hmm. I think if we had all our druthers, we would have given them longer in the AHL. Uh, this is just one moment in time. It's not the moment for player TBD. Matt, who was it? I'm going to – so I, uh, two guys came to mind that got a chance last year. So Gustav Lindstrom Ooh. and Giovanni Smith. Ooh. And I'm trying to remember when they got called up. And I'm, I'm trying to read your face. And see if it was either one of them. I'm gonna go. Did that help? Or... Yes. Okay. I'm gonna go Giovanni Smith. Are you sure you don't want to go with the other guy? I'm gonna go with the other guy. Give me Lindstrom. All right, you can have both of them because they're both wrong. <laughs> Man, that was Rosalina. Woo! Oh shit! <laughs> I just count him as like a, a main roster guy. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet. Matt, that's another round of Who's It Pokemon? Matt, you can try and get him again. Oh, this my season. God. You made it so easy for me, too, and I fucked it up. Okay. 
Well, everybody, that's uh, that's it for this week. Uh, yes, the episodes are getting shorter, but if we put out We're two weeks, oh, go ahead. If we put out two a week, you can't miss us on Apple Podcasts. And, uh, <laughs> make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel. We are the Brothers of Discussion. We also talk pro wrestling at the OD Podcast on Twitter. We have our Instagram brothers underscore of underscore discussion. That's uh, more peppery beer coming up. And uh, you can find all of our awesome interviews uh, on the YouTube page. Um, and you find everything at bodpodcast.com and brothersofdiscussion.com. I think that's it. All right. We'll see you guys just live tweeting for AW and NXT. That's what they. That's how they dance in pro wrestling. NXT. 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 AEW. Impact Wrestling. What? Impact Wrestling. All right. Everybody enjoy Impact Wrestling. Coming up at 8 o'clock on TNT. Oh, it's already on. It's already going, man. You got to go. All right. Bye, everybody.